You are listening to Mr. Sisters. Hey guys, it's me, Shane. I'm here with Clint and Chris, and we are misters and we're kind of like sisters. And we are very excited to create a safe space where we get to talk about real things and real issues that are not only impacting our communities, but our allies too. We are three friends who come from different backgrounds and we are embarking on a journey to get to know each other on a deeper level. We are very excited for this new endeavor and we hope you are ready for a fun and bumpy ride filled with laughs, a little shade, joy, and definitely some tears. So grab your kitty, your dog, your man, your aunt, your bestie, and let's connect. Awesome. Welcome back, listeners. This is Chris and... Clint and Shane and we are your Mr. Sisters. Today's episode is going to be a ball of fun and a little bit of a blast from the past. First, we're going to start with hack gossip where we bring in Sandra and a little bit of Alabama and end it with a little bit of Spears. I promise we'll get off of Spears after this episode. And then we do our journey to the past. What would we teach our younger selves based on what we know today? Hmm. But first, confessionals! Clint, what's your confessional? <laughs> so I don't even know where to start with this. So you all know that I went to market days. I do. I saw you there. Oh, God, I don't remember seeing you. <laughs> Wait, you went to market days? Yeah, I went to market days. Oh, oh, maybe yeah. you're the subject of the story, and I just don't realize maybe. it. Maybe. So, I tell mean, me more. Market days is a good time, obviously, but I uh, went with a friend. We'll call him a friend to Jackhammer. Which do y'all know what Jackhammer is? Have you I ever heard of it? No. It is. No, I'm not a whore. A gay. Oh wow. Okay, shots fired. <laughs> um, like just wait. Name. No, wait until your confessional. Mm -hmm. So it's a bar that has multiple levels, including a basement. Um, in said basement, there are different... Um, levels of naughty. Yes, thank you. Well Ooh. said. I was going to say contraptions, but <laughs> levels too. too. I like levels of naughty. It sounds like a Britney Spears song. Um, so <laughs> I may have been watching a friend um, have intercourse with another gentleman and said friend snatched a wig mid-thrust. <laughs> Do what? He literally pulled this boy's toupee, I guess it's called, not a wig, clean off of his head. So it was, it was not like a guy that was wearing like a fun wig or anything. This was someone who seriously was like, had a toupee. Yes, was bald piece. and had a toupee so, and no. I guess the glue was not super because that yeah, sucker clearly. ripped right out. Like, My what God. did he do? The dude that... He put his hair back man. on. <laughs> Wait, put that wait, 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 right wait, back wait, on. Wait, wait. How long did it and take? Thought, your I friend? think he thought he was going to go to it. Oh, it did not take him long. He was like, "Oh, yeah, what's he, going did on?" Did it pull out really fast? Oh, yeah. Did he hand it back I'm or sure did he, he drop it? <laughs> <laughs> did he try to assemble it back together? Did, did, it just he, like... did he just like? He handed it back. 
he handed it back and was like, I think we need shots. And then went to get shots and ran. Oh, <laughs> I got an Uber. I just, I feel oh, lots of things. I feel humor. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel bad for the guy. But too. the best part is my friend had told this hookup earlier in the day how much he liked his hair. Wow. Now he knows it's not real. Oh, no. So that was my market days. Okay. So. Well, that sounds like a fun market days. It was interesting. Did I see you at Jackhammer? No, not at Jackhammer. I saw you at uh, Sidetracks. As that is. As messed Mm -hmm. up as that is, I hope the guy's okay. Oh, he's fine. He told us that he was going back out after. He was getting his holes filled. He's fine. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure, you know, that's embarrassing and, you know. Well, you got that plugged but, up, even if other things are falling <laughs> off. I would just own it. Or, oh, right. <laughs> Whoops. I told you not to pull as hard. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, wow. darling. Yes. What is your confession? Well, my confession was going to be a lot different. But today, um, I was heading here. Uh-huh. And I turned left. Uh-huh. And um, I figured out real quick that I was going the wrong way. And a bunch of cars almost hit me. <laughs> and um, yeah, it shook me up. And where then, was this? Yeah, where was this? It was this? right around the, the Rustic in Dallas. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I dropped something off to Nick and then I was turning mm-hmm. left. And then as soon as I went, I was like, why does this road feel weird? And then all of a sudden, all these cars start coming at me and almost hit me. And like, we all slam on our brakes. I like turn and back up real quick. No one honked at me. I was gonna say, was they honking? No, I think they were just like, wow, he know he fucked up. Yeah. yeah. You know? This but dumbass. then you know how like when a car does something, right, or they piss you off, like yeah. you gotta see who the idiot is. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So then you drive right by them and you pull roll down your window you and you stare. Everyone had to stare at who the dumbass was. You just over there. I, I literally in that moment, I wish I could have been playing Taylor Swift. It's me. I'm the problem, it's me. <laughs> um so yeah, it was very interesting, but on a funny note, I do have another joke that um I heard the other day. Oh, and what is this joke? What is six point nine? I don't know. I don't know. A good thing run by a period. Oh, <laughs> gross! I love it. Yeah, that one's weird. It's run. Please yeah. don't delete us. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because y'all are saying ooh and all this, denim, but denim, denim. straight and gays can do these things. You yes. have periods? I, is that what you mean? Oh, oh 69. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, well, unless right. you got a fissure. Right. It's a period that ruined a good time. I, I got yeah. it. No, we got the joke. We got the joke. Well, this was a fun comedy <laughs> show. So Chris, back to the writing board. <laughs> Chris, what is your confession? Okay, so my confession, I am not one for social media. Um, although I do have, I've got Twitter on my phone. It's just X. For, excuse me, X, former Twitter. 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 Uh, Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter was upon us. Um, <laughs> Twitter should be a new phase where when the winter gets here, you can do more hoeing around. <laughs> <laughs> Winter time. <laughs> winter time, darling. Put on your monster. Uh, um, so, okay. So I'm, yesterday I was doing, I was really in the zone. I was, oh, thank you, Brittany. Um, I was really in the zone and I was getting a lot of work done. I was feeling really productive. And one of my friends reaches out and he goes, oh my God, go on X, former Twitter, 
and type in hashtag fitness. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, big dick models. And I go, what? So I immediately go on and it was like the hashtag had been overrun by basically all of the um, OnlyFans models. And it's just these giant wieners on beautiful models and they're just flopping their wieners around or showing them in like very loosely silhouetted um, material. And I, I was so in the zone. And then all of a sudden, like, it was 30 minutes I was scrolling and I'm never on Twitter ever. And so I was just like, oh my God. So hashtag fitness, if you ever get bored and you want to find some fun pictures, oh my God. Is this what Twitter is? Is yeah. this what people do yeah. on Twitter? Yeah. Are you, yeah. Twitter like, you guys a lot. Yeah. You do so. not seem shocked by this. I no. mean, it's why it's called X, I think. But hashtag <laughs> fitness though, like fitness. Oh, have, like have you looked at hashtag, hashtag shower on, on hashtag Instagram? in your backyard okay <laughs> hashtag there's a bunch of hashtags <laughs> okay <laughs> i really gotta learn about the social media stuff don't you i sh you should look up a uh, dumpster Oh, no. oh I just next week let us it. know what that one pops no. up i just have to go to chris's instagram account <laughs> <laughs> dumpster fire I I was very say. much there's a deference hey, you're, wow. you're okay. more of so like a waste i've got a lot to learn but um anyone out there if you're you interested and just want to want to get totally distracted go to hashtag fitness on x it's great loved it um yeah all right so that's my confessional way to go my intro to social media love it good for you love Thanks. it uh, snaps for trash It's that time again. Hot gossip. Well, it's time for <laughs> hot gossip. Oh, hot gossip. Hot yes. gossip. My grandma's favorite segment. <laughs> hot gossip. Um, hot we gossip. are here again. Um, we have definitely got some hot gossip. For sure. And there are several topics that I have been waiting to discuss, um, particularly current events. And I think they both are related to race in America. Um, first is, I'm sure everyone has heard, The Blind Side, uh, which apparently was um, written on really a false story and narrative, which we'll get into. Um, but then also the Bama brawl, the brawl that happened in Alabama uh, to a boat driver um, who was just really trying to do his job, but he was attacked by white people. And then the community. Oh, okay, okay, I see where you're going with this. All right, nothing, nothing, nothing like three white men talking about race. Here we go. <laughs> All right, game on. Let's do this. So, with the Blind Side, um, if you're not familiar with the story, it's about a professional football player um, who understood that he was adopted by this family, the Tui family, a white family. Um, and he was a larger black guy who, um, if I remember correctly, was a defensive lineman. Um, if you're not familiar with sports, that means that he basically was big and hit people. Um, Correct. Thank you for that <laughs> yeah, education. Well, yes. I um, needed it. So, <laughs> and football is the game that it has a pigskin ball. It's not round. So just to clarify. But what happened is he was okay. taken in by this family. <laughs> I only know it because of Hey Arnold. Yeah. Move it, football head. He was That's taken in by this family um, and played football in high school. They 
took him under their wing. He believed that they had adopted him, took him in as part of their family. In high school, he went to college at Ole Miss and then was recruited, um, drafted Mm -hmm. into the NFL. Um, There is a movie called The Blind Side, which Sandra Bullock uh, is the star of. And unless I'm mistaken, she won um, an Oscar. Yeah, it was a long-awaited Yep. Long-awaited award of hers yes. to be one, yeah. Um, and it's just, I just think that the story is heartbreaking um, because it was a image of how the South in particular has advanced and moved forward uh, on the matter of race, and that just is shattered. Um, and then, you know, shattered, the, the Bama brawl is linked to that as well because okay. we have on video you know, a black man just simply doing his job, very kindly asking a white family to move, and they literally attacked him. Well, the one thing, going back to Alabama, well, I'm going to start in Alabama, okay? Okay. Going back to that, I mean, yeah, it was crazy, right, to see, and it was like, wow, this is a brawl, like, retail stores are going out with chairs, right? Everyone's going to buy (laughs) chairs now. But what I saw in that, though, was a community coming together, you know, have you ever seen that meme where it's a bunch of tiny fish and they make up a big fish and they like eat the, the, the great shark. white shark? <laughs> That's instantly yeah. what I thought. I was like, you oh my God, you've me. got this kid swimming across the boat. Like people are coming together to be like, we've had enough. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and a community coming together and it was just like so powerful to see, even though like I don't condone, don't condone violence right. or, you know, wish that, mm-hmm. but it definitely made a statement and I'm just hoping if anything from that video that maybe there will be less of that in certain situations. Not that we can ever the violence or the you know what community I mean? coming together. No, I think just <laughs> like... just fuck around and find out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. I mean, in all so okay. I'm I'm gonna be completely transparent here. Both of these uh, hot gossip stories. I've had to go and try to educate myself on them, but I just lose interest. Am I racist? I don't think so. I just don't have an interest in this because uh, people are trying to attack Sandra about this. The the Tui family, the and like the the NFL player. I'm sorry, I don't know names, but um, I just something about this seems really desperate for cancel culture in a way. Um, and so for me, I'm like, is this just another publicity stunt? Is this something that people are really like very invigorated and enthralled by because it's sensationalism or is this a real subject that we feel? So like the whole thing that I understood was the conservatorship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't an adoption. It was a conservatorship that he was misled to believe the entire time. Hashtag and- free Britney. <laughs> we do have a through line mm-hmm. oh yes, my we god we'll get to britney later um so okay it, please explain to me a little bit about why why is this such a big deal now like why is it coming back and why are they threatening sandra to like take back her oscar and all of this stuff like it's it's become a, a really big statement right now for something that i I don't really understand. So that's where I'm going to stand on this. I don't understand. Enlighten me. And that's fair. You stated that you believe it is cancer or cancer. Cancel. Yeah. <laughs> it is also cancer. It's 
cancel culture, but who is it that you think is being canceled? The two E's or you think Sandra Bullock is trying, they're trying to cancel Sandra Bullock. I don't know anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm dealing with, with, teens all day long I'm so one i definitely do feel like it is a race situation right it's it's racism at its finest right mm-hmm. i think the guy like you said was trying to do his job and then mm-hmm. they popped off with certain remarks right that should never be said to anyone mm-hmm. and then it caused him to fight and then you see of course this one community coming together but then you see this other community coming together and it was a much bigger fish okay, yeah right? so this is alabama yeah, so let's this just start Alabama. there. Okay. Okay, we're going so back to that. So that I I don't agree with, right? Mm-hmm. I right. I, don't I don't think either. it's right, and I think how that community came together to mm-hmm. yeah, that, that I think whatever. But I'm with you, Clint, on that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just well, these two things aren't separate in my mind. This is a um, these are both current events that prove that progress has not progressed as much as we think. Um, mm, and I think we I saw see. a lot of that during the Trump years and it's just a continuation that things haven't changed. Imagine with the Bama brawl, if, you know, the, uh, you know, his community hadn't been there, if cameras hadn't been recorded, right, right. what would be the story instead? True. Well, and I think that's the point that I was trying to make though, right? As mm-hmm. much as I don't like it, right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't stand for that right i wish there was other way to handle it mm-hmm. i'm glad that it was calm video i'm Absolutely. glad that it was a big story right because it does get people talking it does get mm-hmm. people i think maybe even in the future right mm-hmm. this can empower someone's mindset where hopefully you know this happens again right that you're gonna have this is know, this is a matter of power and privilege yep and white society particularly white men do have privilege and have power and white people have power over minorities as well and sandra absolutely should at least make a statement and in my belief should return her oscar because she won that off of a false narrative and she's in a position of privilege and the right thing for her to do is to stand up for a community that's disadvantaged so you're saying that inside a principle that she should give it back to stand together and make absolutely a point right okay i now i'm kind of understanding where you're coming from right because there's that other part of me that is like no like this was years ago she was asked to do a role she signed everything for this role Mm -hmm. she executed it very well with Mm -hmm. what narrative she had she did the role she did her job and she got paid for that job and my thing now though with the whole situation and maybe this is where i need you to come in why now why after all these years is now this being brought up when it could have been brought up around the time that the movie was being made in the first place right i I mean i i don't disagree and from my understanding that is part of the two's argument back and that they're hurt that they never misled him um that's part of the story that i don't know but what i would say is i don't think that the timing really matters regardless because at the end of the day the fact was he was misled and there was deception there regardless there was intent to deceive and i get in it, it's totally messed up mm-hmm. right yeah, like totally i'm not saying up. like and this wasn't a black family adopting 
a young black man. This was a white family adopting a, a, a black man. And they knew exactly what they were doing. Well, they were being greedy. They were thinking about money and they weren't thinking about his well-being at all, but mm -hmm. their own, right? right? So did so, they mislead the whole thing? Like the, the entire story was given and written and they gave the rights to it and all of this stuff and they, they profited, but he did not? Was he given yes. anything? But it goes even further back because before it was a movie, it was a story that Miss Tui sold. She gave speeches about it. Ah. She really played this story. Monetizing about. off of this. Absolutely. Before it was ever given a movie. Right. Mm. So that's my take on the hot gossip. Yeah. Well, we still have another. Um, I, I'm just going to. I'm coming from the uh movie industry portion of this and the oscars the academy awards are based off of performances and creations that are made pieces of art that are created you look at that film in itself and you look at her performance she was doing a role in which she gave her all and she received accolades for it i don't think she should have to give back an oscar because she was part of a film at that time that that was a story that was known it wasn't it, what is it 10 years later 12 years later something like that that we're we're dealing with this story now and she's given her peace of mind to this and has reached out and, and made public statements about this so doing her part to say like i'm not just oblivious i'm not just ignoring this but i don't think that she should have to return something that she worked really hard for and was like, you know, the pinnacle of her career in so many aspects, like you get an Academy Award for your art and your ability to perform for you to convey the message of what that story is. Stories are stories. They are manipulated by humans all the time. And that sucks. But if you're going based off of an award for acting, she acted the shit out of that film and she got an award for it. So I don't think that that should be returned but i don't like the um i don't like how it's all been misconstrued the the true story and even though it is coming out it's like hashtag me too like i'm sorry but you have to you have to listen to the people that are the victims in that you can't even if it is years later you need to listen to their story because you just haven't had the power to come out with that yet you haven't processed it correctly and all of that well and at the end of the day like i can't imagine like what he's going through or been through right I, again we're not we probably don't even know the half of it honestly yeah. you know what i mean yeah so my heart does go out to him and anyone that's affected by this lie yeah you know but I still will stand, right? Just like what Chris said, I don't think that she should have to give it back. I think, yes, she, she can do her condolences. She can, you know, say what she says in the matter. But I, I think of also the fact that there's been movies where they have dramatized things in movies mm -hmm. and created scenes and things that aren't true, but even though it's based on a true story right. and yeah. that actor is still receiving awards and things for those, but mm -hmm. necessarily it's not exactly what happened. Well, yeah. The movie was sold as being based on a true, a true story. And of course, not every piece of it was true. I don't think that anyone's arguing that she should have to give it back. I think the argument is that based off of principle and in a position of power, she's one of the, you know, biggest stars in Hollywood, that this is something that she should do for a community that really she did profit off of. Mm -hmm. And giving back an Oscar is really minute compared yeah. to the money that she made yeah. from the movie. 
So why isn't she making contributions to black charities or black youth or black youth in sports? So at the end of the day, I really feel like it's the least that she could do to give back to the community. Okay. This is definitely something to ponder on. Mm -hmm. um, listeners, um, what do you think? Um, do you think she should give it back? Do you think she shouldn't? Um, what is your take on this subject matter? Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Sandra Bullock has adopted black children. Yes, she has. How is that? Wait, she's. Ooh, that's she's when I thought we were leaving. Community, like she's not that she is part of the community. That, that just aspect. makes it even more reason for her to make the statements and give back the Oscar. She owes it to her children. Interesting play on that one. Hmm. Well, hmm. on a more fun subject, <laughs> yeah. let us know what, what let's about talk this. about. I, let's let's spark talk some, about let's spark some conversation. Britney here. Spears divorce. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And her Instagram. Oh, Y'all, no. I cannot. Where? Did you see the latest video that she went yeah. out with some boys? Yes. Yes. I have not yes. seen this video. Uh, oh. It's on her. She oh. posted her Instagram, and there was a guy oh. licking her leg. Oh, it's what? And so I don't even weird. understand what she's talking about something about she was there was a um tip to the paparazzi because she's never been seen in this vehicle that she was riding in and then like the message jumps to she loves her boys and went out and had fun with them and what? ate dinner and something about like she had to go to the bathroom but couldn't because the paparazzi were around it was all over the place so this is my thing with uh, all right so i am a diehard britney's fan i have been since fifth grade when her first album came out and she is so much of an icon and someone that i've always like wanted to be in so many ways mm -hmm. and so i've intentionally like not been paying attention to her instagram for mm -hmm. a long long time because mm -hmm. i was almost scared to find like what what is she today? Because my my issue yeah. with her while in the conservatorship was that, and this, it made sense when she was in the conservatorship, what does she stand for? And that was like, oh, if you're being controlled by other people, then maybe your statement can't be put out there because they don't want you to say that. Okay, I get that. That's was like in my mind. And now she's out of the conservatorship. And now I'm looking at her Instagram and I'm looking at these videos and I'm like, it's a 13 year old girl that's yeah. obsessed with herself yeah. and putting out naughty videos. And I'm like, this is beyond bizarre and i lost all of my respect for one of my favorite like the one of the things that it links me back to my childhood and like makes me feel empowered and i was like what the hell is going on i so i love bernie okay and yes has she gone off the deep end <laughs> girl yes <laughs> she <Yeah>. drowned him <laughs> She drowning, right? Yeah. But the deep sea. I also have to again, right? Just like the blind side and everything else, right? I'm sure I don't know the half of it. I, you know, mm -hmm. who knows what this girl has been through? What we know, right? We only know what we see. And the videos that I see, I don't think of her as being selfish. I think of her as saying like, "Fuck you." Like when I see these videos, it's more of like, "I'm doing what the fuck I want. I want to look crazy. I want to look at what you're trying to say that I am." And like getting, I feel like she's I, getting off on that, but it's just not bringing the right message. I hear you, but <laughs> you know she's. I mean? But chaos. I agree with I agree with Chris in the the sense that I agree with both of you. I agree with you that she is rebelling, 
but her rebellion is that of a 13 year old girl correct yeah i mean it it's to me it's a matter growth exactly it's it's as though there are mental health issues there with development and growth which makes sense i mean she was raised to be a child star and that's all she's ever yeah. been okay well i feel like there's a lot of people that have been raised to be child stars and i feel like there's a lot of people in the world you know that have been through a lot of trauma mm -hmm. a lot of things that yeah. they could have been yeah. a, you know crazy yeah. been themselves right but a so, lot of people have chosen to build that perception and do the work that is needed to kind of come out on the other side. Well, right. I'm looking from the perspective now of I was a big advocate of the free Britney moment because like you all and Correct. other millennials, Britney was a huge icon for us growing yeah. up. She is part yeah, of our, our teenage years and she was incredible. Mm -hmm. um, but oh. if you think about like the narrative that was sold for free Britney, her now soon to be ex-husband was involved in you know the issues he had with jamie spears and there were all these people who were like britney's told us that she wants out and she's she telling us a marriage she, she can't, can't have right. a baby they have she cameras can't. around mm -hmm. her but if you look at what she's putting out there now it if you're using britney as the source of not wanting to be part of it and this conspiracy what was reality and what did she dream up I mean, I, I'm very mm -hmm. questionable about was the conservatorship something that was beneficial to her, at least in a stability yeah. you know, perspective. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't mm -hmm. think we know the half of it. You know? And that's we fair. Don't. And we no, never we don't. will. I don't that's think we'll even in her tell-all. I'm like wondering, it's... because of public pressure, if Jamie Spears said, fine, I'm going to walk away from this and see You'll what see. happens. And it's happening. Yeah. I think I really think that's what's happening. I know because now you have the question. You're like, was he really protecting his daughter? Yeah, you know, you know. I don't know, but I don't know. I will never know. You know, we're we not. Won't, we won't know. But I, yeah, I just, I guess for me, which kind of leads us into our journey to the past segment coming up, is like to have this. That's where I, I thought of this is like what what an icon and something that was so revolutionary and empowering for me as a young gay kid coming up like she was she gave me so much life and so much ability to like put myself out there and be free <laughs> free but now i'm like i'm i'm seeing this and i'm like what destruction has come and what is yeah. this mental health that's not being addressed and what what's happening here and i, I just made me really really sad inside sad. to see that i was like oh my god a part of a part of my childhood is dying well almost. every star dims <laughs> or becomes a supernova. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing's for sure. She's uh, not explode. a girl, but not a woman. Not a woman. She's woman. lost in between. <laughs> she, she is lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she told us years ago. Yeah. Oh, well. She needs was, more time. <laughs> this was really good. Okay, so with the, the hot gossip, we would love to know more about what you think about these different topics. And uh, please like uh, email us or reach out to us on Instagram. Um, that is mr.sisterspodcast at gmail.com or mr.sisterspodcast on Instagram. Let us know. Keep us updated. And now we go to our main event, Journey to the Past. Ooh.
Now it's time to move on to our final segment here called Journey to the Past. This one is going to be about what we would teach our younger selves based on what we know today. So have you guys had a moment to kind of think and ponder about what lesson you would give to your former selves? Mm -hmm. Pondering done. Yeah. What's your inner child need to know? Huh? Well, I'm definitely not bringing math to my future. (laughs) (laughs) No math. Noted. Yeah. Great. Great. (laughs) I think that's very wise, young man. Is this rated R or (laughs) PG-13? We never know with him. Um, yeah. Okay. So curious then because mine was sparked by the whole Britney thing and it made me really think about like my, my younger self, my, my preteen into teenage years, like how much I loved Britney Spears. And now to see her this day and be like, Whoa, it's a hoax. You're really taking this hard. (laughs) I know. I'm telling you, it's like an identity thing that's shifted in me. It's really weird. But, um, yeah, so my I think mine uh, really comes down to like for this moment in my life, the lesson that I would give my younger self, I would say like me in from like age 15 all the way up until 26, 27. So a good decade of my life, a little mm. bit more mm-hmm. would be to um, do less daydreaming and wandering in life and have more strategy and action. I feel like there's so much of me where I, I mean I don't I don't regret it because I had so many moments of like being in flow and allowing things to naturally and organically come up and meeting the people that I needed to and creating those relationships but it was also haphazard that I feel like I was I didn't take advantage of those situations to my full extent. I didn't plan things out and I didn't take strong actions to maybe make it so that I would have been in a different place today. Mm-hmm. Like I would have had better I'm having to teach myself a lot about like routine and structure and having to really be diligent in what I'm trying to accomplish, right. creating clear goals and really going after them and not letting my fear get to me whereas before it was kind of like well, like with when it came to um, HIV nonprofit, it just happened to be I was in the right place at the right time where I was someone that was volunteering and helping people navigate the healthcare system. And from that, I ended up taking over the healthcare navigation office. And then I had to like put myself into that and really like made sure that I was doing what I needed to and put a lot of pressure on myself. And it was a great lesson. But had I been a little bit more strategic and been like, oh, stay in school, don't drop out of school and then like learn all of the different facets to social work or understanding what business really was and really taking the time to build those that that education and the knowledge and the ability to act on it appropriately i wish that's what i would that's what i would tell my younger self it's like really think things through strategize and take advantage of these natural born opportunities as they're coming to me yeah, I have a lot to say. I'm on the same here. page. Him and I are doing the Twitch. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so I don't want to downplay your, you know, your wisdom to yourself. Right. But I, I'm sitting here thinking, wow, what you just described really was me in a lot of sense. And one of the things that I admire about you the most is that you do have a free spirit. Mm. You are fun loving 
and you have a creative side and I really feel like your journey's made who you are. Yeah. And I have so much respect for that. I Thank wish you. that I had those things because I am that person that's very it sounded like you wanted to be in the military. It's like, <laughs> okay, here's the schedule. I really discipline, 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 strategy put together, execute. I, I mean that's who I've always been. Oh, <laughs> no, I I feel like that's um I, thank you for saying that because I do I really cherish that my ability to be free loving and and like free spirited mm -hmm. more like not free loving but free spirited <laughs> and, and willing to yeah, go with yeah, the right. natural flow and the trash but, I saw him at market days <laughs> but, yeah. do you remember that though I, I don't Jackie. know you twinter very yeah. well uh, but like, I wish that I had developed more of that side of my brain that was more strategic mm, yeah. and that could see, see a little bit more structure and put that in place and take action on it. Because right now that's my biggest insecurity is that I feel like I don't have, I've really, um, I have a weak follow through. And that's why I like this podcast so much is because it's forcing me to really see it through and continue to learn so, and strategize okay. and. What you're really saying is you're projecting Britney Spears' life onto yourself. <laughs> oh my God, am I really? Wow, full circle. Yeah, right. Wow. This is my identity <laughs> crisis, guys. Do you need to be? Do you need to be in a conservatorship? <laughs> might be. Oh dear God, you know, so, it might be beneficial. I mean, yeah. So I would say, like what Clint was saying, like I don't think you would have this mentality. I don't think you would have this wisdom to tell your younger self these things if you hadn't gone through those things because going through things in your life is what builds perception yeah. and what creates our different mindset and what we have right true i think you also have to look at what what thing would people be looking at would you be as influential as a person now if you didn't have actual stories and actual events that back up true. the perception that you have absolutely because let's get real do people really want to hear textbook or do they really want to feel that when they're speaking mm -hmm. to someone that that's relatable mm -hmm. and that it's something real? Absolutely. That actually right? like that, that, uh, that's why there's emotions. What Ms. Mani said to me as well, like you're living in your Petri dish right now and you're gaining this experience and you're gaining all of this education through a natural mm -hmm. way, which allows you to connect with other people in a very, organic flow and allow people to like hold on to that so okay i hear you i hear you both mm -hmm. i appreciate that i still wish i was a little bit more strategic and could follow through better and that's but why that's you have people ADHD. in your life that can help with that and who would that be <laughs> i don't know <laughs> take Stupid. a pill shelby take a pill okay but let me okay one more question for you sure if you would have said all these amazing things to your younger self do you really think that your younger self would listen to you? Oh, fuck no. Right. Shut up and let me do it my way. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want it my way. Yeah. Well, and I don't want to downplay your message to your you know, younger self because mm -hmm. I think it is very valid and valuable. Um, and, you know, we're about to go through Shane's and my message will be, yeah, no, you should have told yourself that. <laughs> Let's build a time machine. <laughs> but in reality, I mean, it, Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess I need to take that lesson now, learn mm -hmm. from it, and continue to do what I'm doing. Continue to work. Continue to build structure and follow through. 
Yeah. I can sign you yeah. up for the military. <gasps> I might like it. Although Ooh, they won't take yes. me because I have HIV. Oh, really? I thought you weren't allowed it. I didn't would... know that. No, you can't. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a whole other. Ooh. Write that down for no, next week. We won't no, talk about that. That's so funny story. What? Did was, you sign up for the military? No, no we signed up for porn. That was, that was porn. <laughs> I was walking by in the mall like one used to do before online shopping was such a hit. And um, this was when, you know, I was just found out. I mean, it had only been like two years since I was HIV positive or I had a house in Virginia, bought my real estate. Right. But right. I was walking by and they were trying to recruit me from military. And I said, uh, not today. I got the <laughs> HIV. You used walking. it as an excuse. Yeah, I said, oh, I got HIV. Wow. Sorry, got to go. Wow. And I don't like yeah. military time, so. And then you met him in <laughs> the bathroom. Working on a 12-hour clock. <laughs> a 12 hour. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 1,300 doesn't work for me. <laughs> now that it is 6.9. Um, but Clint. You want me to share my journey? I what share... I would tell myself? Yeah, what's yes. your journey to the past? Well, first of all, when you said childhood, I thought you meant like younger than 15. So that's an episode in itself is... What age is childhood? <laughs> um, no, mine's honestly really simple. So as I'm sure many of our listeners did, I experienced bullying because mm -hmm. I was different. Um, believe it or not, but I was really kind of flamboyant. No. <laughs> That's a surprise. Um, <laughs> and I experienced bullying, you know, um, as a kid in a preteen and in middle school uh, and junior high as well. And I would just simply go back and tell myself it really does get better um, to value yourself, um, to see your future, know that you are going to succeed and be happy and um, have a really quality, happy life. Because at that age, I didn't see it. I had tunnel vision. And while I don't think I ever experienced the possibility of um, taking my own life, there are so many, you know, youth that are part of our community who do, and it yeah. is just so tragic. Um, so, okay, yeah, that's I, mine. I, Sorry, it's a little, no, it's a little more depressing. No, 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 because I've got follow up questions for this. Okay, so let's say that you do go back and you talk to your younger self. Mm -hmm. And you give this message, which is a really great message. But at yeah. that age, again, mm -hmm. tunnel vision. Right. And would you really mm -hmm. take your advice? Well, or... no, because I'd be like, I'm not a fag. <laughs> <laughs> what actions would you tell yourself? Like, are there exercises that you would say to help you get through that mentality after you've just been bullied and you're feeling lower than you ever have and you feel like you have no one around that can help and support you? What's something that you would tell yourself in that moment to help you get through? through that besides it gets better like are you are you gonna go find a dance class or are you gonna go and are you gonna write about this are you gonna turn i'm gonna take kickboxing <laughs> okay and live in the street <laughs> okay yeah, that's what i'm gonna do come on jennifer lopez and enough that's a knife queen <laughs> girl that's back up. shove him into a dumpster and go Serious question though. Like, what is there something that you would say as an action item for you as a, your younger self that's just been bullied? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I loved sports growing up, and I didn't play as many, mm -hmm. um, particularly as I got older. Because you were worried about the locker room. Yeah, I knew it. 
Mm -hmm. I was always so afraid. Mm -hmm. That's why I did not do sports. And I, I, that's really a shame because I would have enjoyed a a lot of sports. I don't think competitive. I I don't think I would ever be good at it. (laughs) I was too little, but I think I would have really enjoyed a a lot of sports that I've ever played. I was really good at baseball as a kid and quit because of that very reason. Mm. So, Mm. so funny that you bring that up because you also did a sports (laughs) porn. No, he it's plays just with a lot of bats, right? It's just <laughs> a lot like, of balls. like you, right? I was bullied really bad, right? Yeah, what, being held down by so many people slapping me, right? That sad story. Yeah, but oh, anyway, God, and that's when I was that younger. That was that bullying. That, and that's when I was really young. Yeah, sounds like hazing. And so, right. but what you brought up about the sports, so like I was in like acting and mm, drama mm-hmm. class, and then I switched to sports because I wanted to try to fit in with the guys and be a boy and whatever right and so i was i remember signing up for basketball oh wow and it went awful (laughs) i I cannot imagine you playing basketball the ball was anywhere but my hands (laughs) and so then what it caused what i feared uh-huh. was what came true i started becoming bullied i became a target because of that and to the point where i Funny, now that we're talking about it, I think even when I signed up for kickball, you know, two years ago in the gay league, yeah, I was really insecure. And the a lot of the reason, I, I think I was just so fearful of being judged and bullied for not being good at sports or whatever. Fair. It's like all that trauma kind mm-hmm. of came yeah, back, even time. though I'm not right. thinking about it, but yeah. it's like, that's where it's coming from. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of myself for doing a lot better than that. But Good. Um, Wait, yeah. sports or... Just life. Oh. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I don't think sports got better for you. No. no. Yeah. You know, they call me Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> but I was the most improved. Oh, I love that. That's there great. There wasn't a lot to compare. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was in my own bracket. Yeah. So it really didn't take much. Yeah. That was just a pity. Pity award. What is it called? The, uh. Uh, not spectacles. Spectacle. No. What do you call them? Whenever uh, uh, in the yearbook, whenever you would, they the most. Um, they're called uh, the, uh, most likely to be a star or right. most likely to earn popular ones. Monikers. What? Oh God! What are they oh, called? If anyone listening, if anyone knows, listening knows please, what those just, please let us know. are called. Please, mm-hmm. we're dying over here. <laughs> From like the A's. we don't got much time. Um. Well, I think that's good. I like that to kind of, yeah, tell yourself to go and like get involved in the things that you really wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess I'm doing it now. You are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think so. Cornhole. (laughs) (laughs) What a team sport. I mean, I played that one in college too, so (laughs) I'm really good at it. Yeah. The drinking part. I'm sure you You know, but on a serious note though, I do... Like, I hope you know that it is very much noticed about how your leadership skills and how, yeah. like, when you really put your mind to something, like, you turn into action. Oh, absolutely. Like, without a question. I appreciate that. Yeah, that is something I admire in you a lot. You are very, it. very uh, strong. Strong in leadership. Is that my superlative? <gasps> That's what okay. it, uh-huh. You looked it up, I had to Google you? it. Oh I did. God, yes. I found it. You're the most smartest. Do you know that? I mean, so in high school, I was voted most likely to succeed, and I would have liked to have been Mr. SHS, the jock. 
SHS. That's that my high school. Oh, oh, Mr. got it, got it. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. that one did okay. not understand. Actually, that. there was most kind of what you're putting to... down. <laughs> I got most likely to grab my straps. Oh wow, I did. That didn't, oh, I totally I could see that. that didn't... Well, I, I, have a chance. <laughs> I have a chance. I have a chance with my life coaching and my, okay, my public speaking, but you could be in the next Brene Brown. Thank you. Love that. Who's that? Who's that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. No, I, no, I'm not know? kidding. Oh, Who God. is that? She's an emotions researcher from Texas. Yeah. She oh does research God. at the Brilliant. University of Texas. We should have a whole episode about Brene Brown. Oh, we should. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Love she's that. got so many of her books are on audio, so you can, uh, yeah. You she don't have also to read. has a uh, HBO. What are you trying to say? Because <laughs> you got glasses on, but I know you don't use them. <laughs> you can watch her, though. Oh, mm -hmm. she's great. She's really great. Okay um vulnerability her biggest one the mm -hmm. breakout one was about vulnerability and it's brilliant brilliant i love that i uh, chose books and you chose looks <laughs> uh-huh and i <laughs> we'll go with that <laughs> and i chose twitter so um, shane shane yes oh God, what was coming. what is your journey yeah what's your journey to the past my journey in the past i think well i think just to summarize it was a lot of bullying. It was a lot of being in the closet. Um, it was a lot of going through a lot of domestic violence in my household. So dealing with that stuff. And then it was dealing with being addicted to drugs at a very young age, mm -hmm. you know, so I was addicted to meth at 14. Um, I was prostituting my body to get more meth. I was going to crack houses. I was doing all these things that you shouldn't be doing as a kid. I remember one time I was actually at a house and we had done some substance i can't remember what it was and this guy had a really bad reaction and it kind of makes you paralyzed and so when i did it this guy had a knife um and he was going for my throat and it was actually like on my throat starting to cut into my throat and then mm -hmm. this guy pulled him off um so i was putting myself in some really bad situations wow. right yeah so then and then i overdosed at 17 and died and they had to bring me back and all that good stuff whatever and then um, after that kind of got away from that and then, um, started doing better and living paycheck to paycheck and then HIV and then, you know, then living my your career and, and, you know, everything kind of yeah. started going in the right direction. Right. And it's led me to the point that I am in now. There's a lot in between that yeah. all, I would need at least five, six podcasts yeah. to get through yeah, yeah. all that. But what I will tell you is that. I think there's lessons that I might go back and tell myself, but I wouldn't necessarily tell them not to do these things. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because they're okay. life experiences. I think it's, hey, yeah. kid, take it from me. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what some of the things that you might want to know is, which don't take yourself so seriously. Hmm. You know? Okay. Um, when something happens, get up, you know? And I think also telling my younger self that, when you be the reason why someone wants to keep going, you be that example oh. uh, when someone bullies you, when someone tears you down, you set the example for others, what it looks like to be the bigger person and to show them that when you fall seven times, mm -hmm. you show them that you can get up seven more times. I love okay. that. And I think that's kind of where I'm going with it. Um, one thing that, I would say that I've learned from my past. Yeah. Um, and that I've kind of had to learn within work 
is not to be so emotional driven mm -hmm. and really being able to separate business from emotion. That okay. is hard, right? That is, that is very because hard to do. it's hard not to go to work and you're with these people more than you are your family. It's right. hard not to set boundaries yep. and not talk about such personal things or keep a level of professionalism, professionalism yeah. to where you can keep moving forward in your career and bring others ahead with you. And we're talking about just the last 48 hours for you. Correct. <laughs> you would be correct. You'd be correct. I'm very proud. Um, but essentially, I mean, to sum it up is I say, take every moment as an opportunity, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you go through in life, take it as an opportunity to think differently, to, you know, just build a different perception. And um, when you gain that new perception, you know, help others, gain a different perception too, I guess. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I yeah. like that. The journey is who we are. Yeah. And it's about the journey. It's not about the destination. Yeah. It's which about... hopefully our destination is very far Does away. Does that put more expectations <laughs> yeah. on you though? To like, if I'm, I'm living in this state of, I want to be an example for what others can be. Yeah. Does that put high expectations on yourself or are you meaning it in like, I want to lead by example in the fact that I'm, I'm having more fun in my daily life. I'm living to the fullest. I'm being free. I'm being, I'm yeah. allowing myself to really be present. How are those, how are those things mutually exclusive? Well, okay. So I, well, cause if that did, a lot of times we put expectations on ourselves. I don't that, think that's a negative thing. Well, if you, if you're trying to live to a high standard and you're not able to reach it, then you're constantly letting yourself down versus if my expectation is to like, I'm just going to be present. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to do this. That is less of a stressor as it is like a motivating factor in my eyes, the way that I see it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. I but think I think it also is your definition of expectation and what that expectation looks like. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think what you're talking about is very um, subjective. Mm -hmm. Whereas maybe we're talking more a little bit about an objective expectation. I what, think what would, what would be, I your think to get kind of the middle, yeah. I think it can be exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> you my know, God, because yeah. I put a lot of, I hold myself to a certain standard, right? Because I have been through so much and sometimes maybe too high of a standard. Sometimes, sometimes I, I do need to breathe a little bit. Right. But I think what's really exhausting is I put a lot of pressure on other people. To be Ooh. in that same mentality. And that's not fair. It's not fair. Because everyone's different. Uh -huh. And I think that's something that I'm even having to learn still as an adult is that, you know, you've been through what you've been through. You you have your goals, you have these things, but you can't expect everybody to have that right. same drive. And some people, especially in business, right? Mm -hmm. When I hire someone that's at a more entry level position, I can't expect them to think like me. Right. Because I had they, to go through that entry to gain where I am now and my success in my career and that mentality, you know, but, yeah. um, but it's actually it reminded me of something that I, I learned a couple of years ago is that, um, you are a source of light. Every person is a, a, their own source of light, but the difference of expecting others is that you can't expect them to meet your light. You have to let them follow your light and find it for themselves. So you just have to continue going and your light will never stop, but you can't, you can't stop moving yourself. You can't stop for others. They have to follow and want it themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Period.
In between a six and a nine. Between that six and that nine. <laughs> we got us a period. You know, it's funny. Whenever you said 6.9, I was thinking like grinder inches. Oh my God. <laughs> of course you are. That's a good I'm size. so, I am so gay. You <laughs> really are. So I'm trying to figure out, did you get it or did you not? We'll find out next week. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, boys, thank you for taking me on a journey to your past. I really enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about how you perceive, like, now into what you could have done in the past. I, I really loved you guys. Like, this this was awesome. That was good. I love yeah. you. It was a good insight. Yeah. yeah. So much yeah. love. So much love. So light. Um, One thing to the listeners, though, I what are you pondering on? Like, what's your past like? Hmm. You know, what's something that you would tell yourself? What lessons have you learned, and what lessons could you share with others? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And us. And, and us. us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we want to know too. <laughs> so, where can you find us? So, one, you can do Q and A on Spotify. Um, you can also do it on Apple. Um, leave us reviews. Um, you can also reach us at the email, which is Mr. Sisters Podcast. Mr. Dot Sisters. There's a period. There's a period. There's a period. Mr. Dot Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. And on Instagram, it is. It's Mr. Dot Sisters Podcast. Correct. Boom. Love that. Remember the period. <laughs> Remember the period. The damn period. Hashbear hashtag. Remember the period. Remember the period. Yeah, I think we already have. Remember when you remember. Uh, all right, boys. Well, this has been fun, and uh, we will see you on our next episode. Thanks. Bye.